Welcome back to the Kingdom Vision Podcast. We got a lot of I'm backs happening right now. We're back together. First time in a while on the Kingdom Vision Podcast together. Brain Harris and Cole Harris. Today, we are talking about rodeo. We're going to be talking about Braden's comeback to the sport. He's back on the scene. Instagram dropped it. Let's get into it, Brayden. You talk about why you left, why you came back. Kind of give us like a two-year rundown. Oh, gosh. I know, I know. You can go. It, it's There's a lot there. But you want to start off with why, why, why I left? Why you left. Okay, I mean, I've, I think I've touched on this, I mean, a little bit. I think we mentioned it in a couple other podcasts. Quite a bit in uh, some of the other podcasts. But, um, I mean, obviously everything that I do it comes down to God and what I feel like he's leading me into. And at that time, uh, I just, I knew, um, wholeheartedly that, that God was leading me out of it. And, um, you know, he took the desire from me, it, it, or however way you would phrase that, like, um, it just wasn't there. And I, and I just knew that, uh, from confirmation from, uh, other strong Christians in my life, um, that's probably the most important thing is just having those other strong Christians come to you and be like, I feel like you're right that God's leading you away from this and being able to make that decision uh, with other people that are praying for you and um, and want to hear God for your life um, is really what the biggest thing that comes down to my decision. You know, first, I'm hearing God and, you know, what are you saying? And I'm like, God, something I always say to say to him is just like, God, this is your will. I know how you work and I know that you will, you will show yourself in other people and have them come to me because I know that I've made mistakes before on hearing your voice and I don't want to ever lead myself. I want other people to also come in and confirm what you're saying. So that'd probably be the biggest thing is just other people coming and being like, Hey, I feel like you're being led in the right direction. And this is definitely God that is telling you to step out of rodeo. Yeah, because you'll hear I, I've had been in, around conversations like, yeah, God told me to quit. And people kind of throw around that phrase, like, what happened to Brayden? God told me to quit. Wyatt goes and he, he talks and he's like, what happened to Brayden? God told him to quit. And then God told him to come back. So this God told me, you know, you think it was a lot of maybe idolatry and your identity being wrapped up. And then first, what, what do you think? So I would, I would uh, stop at that like because I will always it's I think it's one of the hardest things for a man to come to is that I quit trying to figure out God a long time ago and um his whys or you just like God told me to stop and you don't you just don't even I truly don't care and I feel like that's that's probably my um one of my strengths I feel like as a Christian and just in life is that and, and something I've always been raised with is that you get told something we don't. You don't ask why, and you respect the authority. I mean, um, you know, I just couldn't imagine being. Obviously, God sets us to have relationship with Him, and part of that relationship is the back and forth, right? You know, the way same way I would talk with Cole. There's that back and forth with God, in a in a kind of that sense, but it's totally different from the part that if I imagine being in God's throne room and being like, hey. Now, why did you do this? Yeah, like, you told me to quit. Right. Why, though? And I shouldn't have, you know, don't take this the wrong way. For something so small as rodeo, 
for me to question God or if something I, for, for me to question what I think God is trying to get me, um, to stop doing, uh, it just seems like that wouldn't be the smartest idea. And so I've never questioned him. I never care. Uh, I truly don't care from the bottom of my heart why he asked me to. Um, my heart is just gets so giddy and glad for him, um, you know, to come to me after and be like, just like, thank you for being obedient. And I always have that conversation with God, just like he's just excited to get to be with me and have someone that uh, that listens to him and he enjoys that so much. So, uh, yeah, the, long-winded, so was long-winded way of saying I really have no idea, but uh, and I try not to really ask. I was one of those people at first. I, I was a while back. It was two years. I think at first, was, was I hesitant? Too. You were hesitant. I mean, but I, cause I, I could f- tell you you weren't like, I mean, you weren't not supportive, but you weren't supportive either. Like, yeah, like you weren't you. I know you were there for me, but it wasn't like you're like, oh, yeah, I agree. God's telling you to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was I remember I was a little hesitant and you would venture out ever since we got saved. You you feel like you got saved. This is time you got you got saved two years ago. How you feel like you've been saved? Yeah, it's one of those I, questions. It's, it's kind of one of those things. I you don't were, know, you but. started following. I really, the, the I gave up, then. I gave up my life two years ago or okay, yeah. two, you know, over two years ago. It's getting, it's getting closer to three. It's almost three years That's now. That's crazy, right? We were both pretty much start following God at the same time. I would be like, that seems bold. That seems like, like, and I would, I wouldn't like question or frown upon it, but I wouldn't disagree with it either. Right. But it was cool because when you took those step of faith, especially when you stopped, stopped listening to rap. I stopped listening to rap, but then we talk about specifically rodeo. You stopped, you stopped rodeoing, and at first I was just hesitant. Like, why would you do that? Why? What's going? What's playing into this decision? And the reason I was so hesitant because I'm naturally the same way of putting my identity in these things like basketball yeah. or videography. You know, it's so easy to put your identity in things. So I'm like, dude, rodeo is awesome. Why would you quit? Like, because they're so right. we're so natural, and I'm so right. natural to put my identity in things. But then months go by months go by and then i see i'm like dude you you were so peaceful you're walking with the lord faithfully you're just pursuing nothing but jesus for two years and still to this day so then i was like over time it completely like god showed me is like how just how how good it was for you to step away because it was just all jesus correct um just you look in in the bible and and every every bible story is centered around a man being obedient to a God that's bigger than him and it would look foolish to everyone else. And I've always wanted to be someone, I'm never going to make a decision trying to create that, ever create that reaction out of people. But if my day-to-day life with God leads me into something that does create that reaction, I can't let that change me, right? I can't let that change my decision. And, you know, I, I've always said, like, you, you can pick up the Bible and read a couple chapters and you're going to get into a, an, a crazy story, right? God is an amazing, crazy God, and he works out things um, to bring other people to him, to bring other people to life, you know? Maybe the reason that God had me out of it was just so every person that told about me being done roping had to say, hey, the reason that he said that he quit roping is because God, God told me. And the witness that that is, is getting God mentioned in other people. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But if that's it, that would be beyond sufficient for me, you know, just to give, 
have all these people saying, hey, God, he says God told him, you know, yeah. whether they believe it or not is okay um, from a sense of like, but but still that's kind of what you have to say. Like that's, if you want to say what I was saying, why I quit, that's what I said. So that's setting that back up into God telling you to quit and then okay. God telling you to come back. Mm-hmm. Tell us, walk through that process. So it, it all started with kind of the same thing, just um, God showing me through the ways he does. You know, maybe it's I hear his voice audibly. Maybe it's I hear um, there was multiple things. You know, I'm, I'm getting these these visions, these things, seeing um, me back rodeoing. And I'm like, God, you know, I know that um, I haven't thought about rodeo one time uh, since since being done and um like I said I I I never really missed it much because what I was doing was so amazing you know and and whenever you're in something so amazing you always have to give up something to be there and you're saying what what was so amazing resignation just my life just my life with Jesus you know whatever it was I was doing you know resignation it just centered around God that that life I never I never looked up and was like Man, I sure w- I wish I would have roped one more calf. You know what I mean? Um, I was always very, never felt, I really never felt like that. But so I start having these um, these things that I, I kind of recognize as maybe being God's voice. And I'm by no means for sure on it. I'm like, God, once again, God, it's going to take more for me to get back into it than just me having these things that could be my thoughts. I'm going to need people in my life that come to me and be like, Hey, I feel like, uh, I feel like you should be back going back into rodeo and not just people that want me back into rodeo. People that are, are Christian influences on my life were there for me whenever I quit. And even were agreeing whenever I quit that this is God's voice, you know, in the same, the same light, uh, those people, uh, then coming back and saying that. So that was a, that was probably the biggest thing as well. Just, First off, me hearing it, that's kind of how I guess it goes for me is I, of, I hear it. In general too, right, how it right. Be. And that's how it should be, I feel like, on a big decision like that. I want to hear it for, my, for myself first, and I'm going to go, okay, I feel like this is you, God, but I know how you are and I know how you work, and you wouldn't have me just flying blind, going by myself, because we're a body of Christ for a reason, and you've called others to be able to speak into my life and I want those other people to speak in my life too and so that's what happened and one day out of the blue you're like oh yeah I'm probably gonna enter a rodeo for fun and just kind of get up there and rope you didn't even say rodeo you said I think I'm gonna no. go up there and just rope in the summer that's what you so said so I said I was gonna so this was before I had made a, a decision to rodeo I was just like really didn't tie in that didn't yeah. really tie in like um, I, I always felt fine to, to practice and hang out and rope at the house. I sure. never had an issue with that. Um, but so that doesn't really tie in as much as far as my decision long-term to rodeo. Like, but yes, I was, Yeah, and it, you, it could seem like that though too. me. Whatever it was. Right, like that, right. And that makes sense that it didn't. And then one day, so that, that's where I was like, oh, he's just going to rope for fun. Cause right. it didn't correlate. Yeah, it, I was just planning on practicing and but hanging out with the up, crew, and, and it, so I think it was when I came to film that one time. You said you were like, "Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna rodeo. I'm gonna go probably 40, 40 the next year." And I'm like, it just kind of like it, it took a while to like believe it because it's like, oh, I'm roping for fun to like I'm going to rope forty a year. And it was just like black and white, and then from a from a flip to switch, and then 
I mean, the last two weeks you've been going to rodeos, it's been going good, whatever, regardless of success or whatever. But just the flip of this is like when you knew, you knew. And that's what I was talking about. I was interviewing a guy recently talking about Jesus. And it was like talking about a train. And he's like, when the train goes, it's going to go, whether you are on the train or off the train. But it's like when God makes something clear in your life, this is for everybody. It's like, regardless of if you want to or not, and it's, and it's convenient because you like, you love rodeo, you grew up around it, so you like the sport in general, but God told you to do it. It's just, okay. Right. Like, kind of what you're seeing is, you're seeing a culmination of a month or two, though. You know what I mean? Like, I have, I start having these things where I feel like I'm hearing God saying this a, a month or two before, true. right? True, true, true. And I'm then internalizing it. Once God, once I, I say, okay, this is God's voice 100%, then I'm, I'm all way in and I'm, it's over, right? There's no looking back. I'm, I step all the way in. Um, there was that process of having those other people coming into my life that were telling me, like, hey, you're going back into it. Yeah. That And in conversations that I didn't start, I'm like, that's kind of a big thing for me is I, I always want God's voice to be in other people. And if I don't have to mention it, if I don't have to mention the roping idea and I feel like God's leading me into it and someone else is coming to me and being like, hey, you need a rodeo, then that is to me is a big thing on like, hey, this is God's voice. And so how do you going forward in rodeo? How do you feel like you because we talked about this being intentional about using rodeo for the glory of God? Right. Like what in extremely practical ways, what do you feel like you are going to do? Other than just go to rodeos and rope good, are you are you gonna testify, evangelize? What how are you gonna approach just being intentional? I want people to know where I stand as far as I would give an arm and a leg for them. Right. And that's one of the, that's one of the biggest things that I feel like can testify as if that you are if you are being loving in all of your situations and, and I and of course I always want you know, you have to think of our day to day, right? Like the conversations I have with Wyatt and Cheyenne aren't the same conversation I have with the person I'm only going to see once, True. right? And that's kind of the same thing that starts happening in rodeo. You start seeing these people all the time. Well, your evangelism looks differently over a long period of time, right? I'm not trying to seal the deal in a day like I am with someone I meet at the convenience store, right? Someone I meet at the convenience store, I'm like, this is the only time I might see them. And I need to, they need to fully understand everything versus whenever you're around family, a lot of what you can do is living out the gospel and being that person while also openly testifying, you know, um, one of the biggest things is if Jesus is on your mind, he's going to bleed, he's going to come out of your mouth. And, um, you know, there's, I will, I always have conversations about with people, um, but it's truly effortless now for me. You know what I mean? I, I, I know him too well. We're, our relationship is too intimate um, to be able to just, you know, everything I have, everything I do centers around him, right? So whenever any conversation I have, he's probably what I'm thinking about. So he ends up coming out of my mouth all the time anyway. For sure. Um, and then obviously, if things end up doing well, I'll definitely really try to make sure in the time that I get any screen time or anything like that, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna really make sure that I try to get out there exactly what I want to say because you can you can start getting passive and that's one thing I did learn about evangelism. If you start getting passive, 
and it's easy it's to pass up and it's easy to start passing up everyone and and just kind of being too agreeable instead of really standing up for what you believe in and putting your foot in the ground your occupation is what you're doing to open up conversations for Jesus. You're a nurse, you're a teacher, you're a rodeo, you're tie-down roper. It's just what you do. It's not your primary purpose. Your primary purpose is to love God, love others. That is what, and that's simply what you said. That's what you said, I just want to love God, and I want to be known to be given an arm and a leg for people. Mm-hmm. But that's what the Bible preaches, and it's, and it's so true for a tie-down roper or anybody of any occupation. But so many times, like even me, naturally... Um, I probably framed the question wrong. I'm like, oh, what are you going to do now that you're a tie-down roper? It's right. like, oh, there's nothing like, there's no formula. There's no like five right. steps that you're going to, it's, and, it's and just living a godly life in relationship, loving others. For sure. And I think probably the biggest thing that I'm really knowing right now is that for me being at, you know, a Bible college for the past year, it's easy, easier in the sense of that time. Talking about loving that, people? Well, no, 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 not loving people. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yes and no. Like you are around people that are gonna push you, right? And you sure. have to have that. You know, w- with me in rodeo, I'm going to have to make that decision that I'm gonna spend time with God, right? If I'm at a Bible school every day, I go. If I show up to school, we're doing an hour of worship, and I'm getting taught the gospel every day literally every day. And so I'm always, you know, whether I want it or not, I'm going to get good food. Right. And it can be very easy to slip into. You just, you get complacent and complacency sets in. And once that sets in, then, um, it can, you can look up and, and I think that, that days lead into weeks and, and weeks lead into months and months into years. And so you just have to be purposeful about your days with, you know, if you're around people that are, aren't, as you know going after as you are to make sure that you're getting that personal time with Jesus because that's what it all stems from for me and thankfully rodeo does offer that you know getting to be on the road all the time you have that yeah you have that opportunity and so yeah just you're on the road all day just throwing that dwell <laughs> listen to the word yes. of God obviously you you repeat you've been in Romans lately just listening to the same chapter over and right. over and over come on now yeah Love and that so dwell. So I, I, I definitely think that it presents its own challenges. I mean, but for me, anytime I'm getting my time with Jesus, loving people is easy. Um, and just knowing how present he is and how real he is, the only way you can do that is by recognizing him and ministering to him and saying, Jesus, I love you and I know you. And, and I think that that is really what sets me up to be able to, uh, to love people the way I want to and, and be outside of myself and, and never be worried about what people are thinking if I'm spreading the gospel, what I'm doing, you know. So let's so. get to the meat and potatoes right here. I mean, the maybe not the meat and potatoes, the gravy here. Are you a scrub or are you kind of nice? What, what's the deal? How you been roping? I've been roping good. I think that um, there's things that I'm working on, but I, I told one guy the other day, I'm like, truth be told, I really do rope better now than when I quit. And part of that is I'm not, you know, I'm two years older. I'm a, a man now. And I was a grown man with a beard. Yeah. You wrote better with a beard. Yeah. I'm, I'm a man now. Cowboy and too. so just mentally too, you know, uh, obviously you, you don't walk with God to get a mental advantage for a rodeo, but 
that's just natural, right? Sure. If you live and you wrote for others and you live your life for others, I have the greatest motivation to get to the barn and rope every day. I rope so that people will know Jesus and maybe one person gets saved because they get to hear my testimony after I win. Right. I get that. I get that opportunity daily. And how easy is it for me to get to the barn and go make sure I practice and and have that mindset? You know, you back in the box and and you back in the box for other people and for Jesus. The pressure is a, a completely different thing and it's not about you anymore. And you're not afraid. Right. You're not. There's no fear of how you're going to look at, be looked at. There's no fear of man. It's about getting Jesus into other people and and them getting to experience him, right? We don't follow God to get that advantage, but if God says to do something, he's we're naturally going to be better off doing it oh, his way. Oh, for sure. If you, we're not designed to be looking at rodeo. If I don't get a seven flat and go to the NFR and win a gold buckle, my life is not complete. Of course, your rodeo life will be worse off because you'll be miserable, you'll be idolatry, you'll be coveting, you won't have peace. And naturally, it's probably going to hurt you. Going to the roping arena, I mean, you go out there and practice. I mean, I was here a couple of weeks ago for about a week, and you're out there like four or five hours a day just roping. And I'm like, I mean, normally people... I don't know what's normal for rodeo, but that's that's hard work being out there in the heat and actually roping and doing physical activity. Like I'm out here working on a computer eight hours a day or somebody's on doing a teacher job eight hours a day, but you're roping for four or five hours a day doing physical activity. So it's like it's hard work and naturally it's just a joy and it, it, you should feel a joy and a peace and have a more of a work ethic if you're doing it for Jesus instead 100%. of people people think all oh, you're doing for God, 100%. that it's taking something away from you, but it's right. not. Yeah, I think that, that I definitely think that there can be there's that perspective like that's misconstrued. It's like if I truly believe that I'm doing this as unto God and I mean, we I can attest to the fact that I was a complete bum, you know, before Jesus. I was compl- I was lazy. <laughs> I didn't do jack. I didn't want to do anything. I. And I was a complete bum. I couldn't work hard because I had I just have never been able to work hard for me. And my thing was like, if I'm living for, if I knew if I was living for me, what do I want to do? I want to watch TV. I don't want to do Jack. Right. And now living for others. Well, now I know that laziness isn't an option. Now I'm living for others and I'm living and doing every, all my work I do is unto Jesus. Right. And so it's completely changed me. And and there is that natural advantage. Just um, knowing Jesus completely changes every part about you. You know, there's peace when you walk into the box. There's the hard work ethic. There's the there's a will that to get the gospel spread that that other people might not have, you know, Um, so yeah, there's a gospel advantage, you know. Favor ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. Thank you. Shout Keenan out, Clark. shout out, Keenan Clark. Yeah, that was a good little bar he dropped. But I mean, I feel like that was a good, good episode. You got anything else? Final thoughts? No, I know. I, I, I kind of took a, I ate up the, the episode there. But that's, yeah, that's what the pot brains back. That's the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, I just again thank you to um, all the people that, um, especially the people that were. My whole family was always very good to me throughout the whole process. And, um, you know, my dad, my mom, I stepped back into rodeo and it was like full support immediately. You know, that's pretty wild. So, 
Um, you know, I'm sure dad and mom will see this, but them too, thank y'all so much. And, um, I know it wasn't easy for them making all the decisions I made. Um, it didn't definitely had worldly implications that didn't, that wouldn't have been possible to, I couldn't have lived, um, and done the things I wanted to do if they wouldn't have supported me. You know, I can't go to a Bible college that doesn't offer, that doesn't give you any, uh, accre- that's non-accredited. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no school. That's student. not accredited yeah. and living there and all these things, if they didn't support me, that like, it wasn't much of an option. So thank y'all so much. And, um, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy to be back and get to tell more people about Jesus. That's what I care about. So Praise the Lord. Well, all right, guys. That was the end of this episode. We'll see you on the next one. God bless y'all.